This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Pew, pew. It is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Hello Trainer. Hello there, Cubs. Hello. Okay, so, yep. Mm-hmm. The Herp trial wrapped up like forever ago, but we are still talking about it on like the Colleen and Bradley week. Show. Week before? Boy, oh my God. I don't know. Well, it was time. but a week what ago. It was it last. Wait, a week ago, meaning. A week ago, Friday, right? Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh my gosh, literally almost exactly a week ago. Well, listen, uh, we're still talking about it and we're all... Why? I, Julia, that is the million dollar question. But today I can tell you why we're talking about it. So uh, you may be hearing about some uh, ancillary characters in the trial. Uh, specifically, the one that we're talking about today is the stenographer. The stenographer is the person who sits at that little button machine and makes words out of like six buttons and literally writes out everything that is being said in the room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my my first uh, my first moment with the stenographer happened about. Mm, Two days ago, when I saw this post by somebody on Instagram that I follow called House in Habit, and um, she, I started following her during the uh, Britney Spears mm. conservatorship sure. situation. She's somebody with uh, her. Her real name is uh, Jessica Reed Kraus. Um, she's uh, she writes. She is kind of a legal. She has a legal interest, um, and she happens to. She I think she was actually present at the trial. Oh, okay. Which trial? The uh, Herp trial. Oh, the okay. Johnny yeah, yeah, Depp yeah. Amber Heard yeah. trial, and she took a video of a moment where the stenographer walking through a room embraced Johnny Depp and he said thank you it's like this like moment of gratitude she's smiling the whole thing's over oh, wow. she's high-fiving and this thing got some serious attention I'm assuming because people think like somehow she was being impartial or something other than you know clickety clacking on her uh, steno machine right like her job is to just record the words that are being said whether or not she has an opinion matters not yeah. right because yeah, like yeah. her she's opinion doesn't clacking. unless yeah. you think she's like you know changing the words uh which, which i doubt i doubt right because <laughs> you know i think they take she takes her job seriously and yeah. she's there to 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 keep track of what is being said in the courtroom so anyway this this video uh that was posted on this instagram you know it got a ton of pushback sure such that uh 
the woman who took the video in the first place, this house and habit, was like, I cannot believe that this video has become a point of contention. And it tells us, are you ready for it? Exactly how desperate those who are backing the herd camp are to undermine this ruling in any way possible. So she says that this video of the stenographer hugging Johnny Depp has become this like sort of next level point of contention for Team Amber Heard to try to unravel the case. Yeah, because they're going to throw any spaghetti at the wall right now to see what sticks because she's got a $10 million, well, it's really really eight something million dollar judgment against her and doesn't probably have the funds to pay it. So you imagine they're going to throw whatever they can to try to dis uh, disassemble that verdict. Exactly. Um, now, whether or not you believe that, I tend to not subscribe to that. I mean, I do I think it's a little bit strange to see a video of the stenographer hugging the people who were involved in the trial? Maybe. But I also understand it's Johnny Depp, right? Like, how often do you, in a job being a stenographer, get to encounter Johnny Depp? Well, and I also think, like, you're around these people 24-7. She very well may have given Amber Heard a big you know, hug that we haven't seen. Well, and that's actually what she ended up saying in an interview was essentially Amber Heard wasn't there. I would have hugged her too. Yeah. Uh, And so, yeah, we only have this video. Now I just mentioned she did an interview, Bradley, and I know that you actually paid some attention to the interview she did. uh, And it wasn't just the hug she was talking about. She was talking about so many other things. No. In fact, I just saw a clip of the interview that she did yesterday was Monday. Yep. Yesterday on the law and crime network. And they were one of the people that were, um, that were broadcasting they were live streaming this trial and they did a clip they uh or they posted a clip on twitter that i then saw in the report of the report of a sec a section wherein she talks about the jurors and i think a lot of people have curiosity about the jurors and there are two things that she said about the jury that i thought was interesting and would be uh, appropriate to chat about. So I want to just play for you. Now it's about a minute, so um, we can play the whole thing. But let's let's have a listen to this. Is Judy Bellinger, the court stenographer for the Depp versus her defamation trial, and she talks about the six-week courtroom marathon that the jurors had to go through. I remember the jury was very intent. They were listening very intently. And unfortunately, when the jury was chosen, we knew that there were going to be some that would not see it all the way through, that there were alternates. We knew who the alternates were from the start because they just picked the names randomly. But I could not remember the numbers. And there was, unfortunately, the one alternate that was on there. She was probably the one that listened the most. I watched her facial expression. She was very deeply into every word that was being said and I thought she would have made a great juror and she did not get to see it to the end. She just took her hand and I was like, oh man, she was going to be the best juror. I really thought she was the best juror. Interesting. And it was because she was paying so She was paying close attention. I, you know, there were a few jurors that were dozing off. Really? She never, never dozed off. Were the jurors who were dozing off, were they in the back row, front row, both? Both. Both. And it was it was tough because there was a lot of video deposition. And All right, so that's know, Judy. Just, Those are the two things that I wanted you guys oh, to hear. That's Judy uh, Bellinger, again, the court stenographer in the trial, the one that Colleen um, kicked off the segment telling us about. She, you know, she obviously is sort of like a part of the trial, 
but like petty corner time, like she got to see things and be a part of things that, you know, I'm sure we're exciting for anybody who is normally just going clickety clack, so-and-so versus so-and-so. Right. The first thing though, that stuck out to me was the poor juror who ended up being an alternate. And I hate that system. And I, I think that's pretty much a standard, like they're going to pick some alternates depending on the size and the purpose of the jury. And you won't know who's going to be an alternate. Or if you do, you don't know if you're going to be needed. So you're just sitting there for six weeks, paying attention, learning and absorbing and whatever you need to do to like be in it to win it. And at the moment, they're like, okay, jury, except for you. Oh, my god! And I just thought, how sad and tragic would you feel if you had sat through that whole thing and didn't get a chance to weigh in? Okay, but is she not the one you want to hear from the most right now? Yes. Because she's the one that didn't get to sit in that room and give her very valuable, very, very apparently quite informed opinion. Yeah. Uh, And now I want to interview her. Somebody get her on the horn. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I were her, I'd be, like, publishing my own response. Like, here's my decision in this case. (laughs) It it holds no weight of law, but uh, I'm going to publish this nonetheless because I, unlike those bitches in the front and back row... That was the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly uh, that Judy Bellinger. But okay, I do think we need to cut that jury a little bit of slack because six weeks of sitting in a seat and staring straight ahead. And actually, (laughs) if I remember correctly, and again, it depends on the kind of jury and it depends on the jurisdiction. But I I think it's pretty standard to not allow jurors to take notes Um because you don't want like there's a reason for it and I don't remember what it is but I think so I don't know if they were taking tons of notes but imagine if you're just sitting there right you Mm -hmm. most certainly don't have your phone or any other distraction Mm -hmm. and imagine just sitting there for like eight hours a day or whatever you know whatever the amount is probably six weeks or six hours or something like that each day and just like trying to like absorb everything and pay attention and not fall asleep I having been in you know a, a college classroom Oh, gosh. Um, can tell you that, you know, lecture time, you're like. Yes. Especially <laughs> well, if it's after lunch. That, oh. that amount of focused listening is exhausting. Oh, yeah. Your and, brain hurts. And we only, you know, if you were in class, you only have to do it for one hour, two hours at a time. Yes. But to do that six out like for six weeks however many hours they were in session you know the the lawyers get to get up and move around they get to switch spots other people get to talk whatever they just have to absorb everything yeah and like again i don't know if they got to take notes or not because that might sort of distract you somewhat but i just thought i just also just love this judy bellinger who's like yeah what do you want to know there are people sleeping Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) Also, like the idea that you know she's just sitting there clickety clacking on her little uh, machine. Was she? Uh, to be fair, I didn't watch a lot of the like. Like I, I didn't see Judy. I'm going to put it that way. So my yeah, question I didn't is, either. if she was like the kind, because you've seen the like courtroom stenographers who talk into the little like tube. Uh huh. Or if she's clickety clacking. So okay, I do. I do remember. I might be making this up. I don't think I am. I do remember happening to watch one p- portion of the trial where they had to go back to something that was said, and I do. I 
again, could be making this up. I could be mixing up memories, no, but I do works. remember that ticker tape, like kind of coming up. You know how the thing like oh, spits sure. out that so, tape, yeah. so that's mm-hmm. the and then school. they pull it up, and then they go, "Uh, it said this at so this she time." She was clickety clacking because I, I know think... sometimes I've seen the the trial where they strap on that like feed bag thing, and you know, <laughs> so no one else can hear them talk. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, but but either way, I mean, you know, the fact that she gets to just look around the room. And she gets to take all of that. And I think the stenographer's job in that particular trial, not in all trials, was probably the most interesting job in the room. Oh, sure. I mean, tell me more. Well, just because, you know, she has she's got the nuts and bolts of what is being said. So she's just data in, data out. But her eyeballs can take in everything else that's happening around her. So she's seeing on two levels, right? So she's got the actual words that are being spoken, but she can also be reading the body language around the room. And she has to be so hyper-focused on what's happening that it's it's not like the lawyers who can put something down, have a side conversation whatever mm-hmm. she's yeah. like wa- she's like watching the movie mm-hmm. of the room yeah i want I, I i have a lot of questions for judy basically because now i want to know if she's able to like disembody herself while she's clickety clack and like mm-hmm. i can type and look around um if i need to you know but i wonder like can she do that or just because you know she's also got to use her brain to like what did i hear right Right. Also, I just i think about this all the time with people whose job it is to transcribe what they're hearing mm-hmm. What if you what if you miss something or yeah. what if you hear the word wrong or what? I mean, that yeah. changes so much. Yeah. How do you not get like, yeah, you if said, you're like, transcribing live like that, like if yeah. it's from tape, it's, you know, then you can go back. But right. She, can't, she doesn't have the benefit of like, excuse me, what you say? Johnny Depp, can you say I that will again? Say, I will say I've been in a courtroom before where um, I ended up not getting selected for jury duty, but um, the, they would tell the witness to speak up. Um, they were potential jurors and they would tell them to speak up so that the court reporter could hear them. So I do know they're like aware of that. Like the court reporter would be like, hi, I can't hear. Uh, I will say I was just trying to find a picture of her in the court doing what she was doing. And what did come up is a picture from in the courtroom during a break of what's her name again? Judy Judy Bellinger. Bellinger chatting in a break with Johnny Depp, mm. smiling at him. He's oh, like gosh. leaning in toward her. Uh, the machine she has, it actually just looks like a regular computer. She's oh, okay. just sitting at a little cubicle. Yeah. She looks happy as can be, yeah. just typing away. a unique job. It really is. Uh, and it is kind of fun to hear from her. And now I would like to hear from that alternate juror who didn't get yes. to... The juror, I will. I can tell you that the jurors will be uh, their names will be withheld for a year, so they won't be made public unless they, you know, uh, presumably come forward and share their names. But I do know that I read that yesterday that the their names will be sealed for a year. Okay. So that you know you don't have the media squawking at them. Well, I would just like to say openly if that uh, alternate juror would like to call our show, yes, Queen. Oh, I'm yeah. sure she's listening. We'll talk her, to her. Or, I mean, it could be a he, I guess. Or no, she said she. she. said she. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, the alternate juror from... No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 107.1.